Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, man, I'm really uh, privileged to have uh, these guys here. Uh, they're two hip hop artists, uh, both of which have had a lot of singles been dropping, projects dropping in the last couple of years. To the direct left of me is Renz Young. Um, he's uh, dropped his project. Um, it's uh, Maybe we should figure this out with his latest single, Waiting, uh, as well as singles, Demanding. Um, and uh, uh, Matra and DOA, Nothing Left, all of which came out this year. Crazy. <laughs> a lot of, lot, of, lot of content this year. Um, and then, of course, uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to his left is Maul himself, who just came out with... Uh, 96 more or less the single this year yeah. and his uh, album white summer that just came out last year uh as his party was this past summer and that was my first time i got to see both of them uh so it's a real pleasure to talk to them about their artistry and why they do what they do so renz mall welcome to the show no, no, appreciate, no, no, no. appreciate you having us yeah of course how how are your days sitting <laughs> man eventful yeah, eventful. Um, yeah, just just a little everything today. Some studio time today. And it was it was good getting back in there to do some work, and um, just man, and in the work week, that's the most eventful thing that I can think of. <laughs> that's that's great for me. Um, but just like I said, getting back in the studio. We talked about a little bit of football stuff earlier. Yeah, that's over and done for me. Yeah, you're so, a football coach now. Football coach high now. school. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Who would have thought that one? And. Right. Um, and just wrapping up everything, you know what I'm saying? Getting the kids home and, and, and out of there. And now during the fall, I can go back to music and, and really try to try to get after it. You know Word. Okay. How about you, Renz? Man, my day was straight, bro. I'm mostly just mapping shit out, bro. I don't be doing too much, man. Just focus on how I'm gonna release all the music that I got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That take yeah. A lot of, <laughs> it take it take a lot of pre planning, fam. So. Totally. So yeah, so mostly just mapping shit out. A lot of because I got some stuff I want to do soon. So putting awesome. that all together. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, yeah, like it 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 does take sort of like uh, that. You know, you know what format is it going to be? You know, like how what's going to be the best way that you want to drop this particular idea you have and whatnot. I mean, you know, people do. Whether it's an album or an EP or a single, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a lot. it's especially when you, you know, what I'm saying when you when you set a certain spot, a certain level of quality that you want to do every time, you got to pretty much do that every time. You can't be backtracking and yeah, you know, you set your you set your minimum. You yeah, go below that. So that's why you know why it take a lot to pre-plan because you got to keep evolving. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm excited to hear all about what you guys have been, what you both are working on. Um, so, uh, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, creativity, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, um, like I said prior, um, yeah, first time I saw y'all was at Cactus Club mm -hmm. at the White Summer uh, release party. <laughs> Shout out to Jen. Uh, we love Jen. Here, I'm Mr. Nice Guy. He's probably gotten the most shout-outs of any one person <laughs> I, 
on, on this show uh, from various guests I've had. Uh, but that was a really fucking lit show. Uh, Runs you performed is my first time seeing you as well. Uh, it's my first time seeing CT. Shout out to CT. Uh, Great Genius performed that night. Oh, shout out Great Genius. Like that was just a really awesome uh, summer energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we was competing with something that night too, and it still was good. Yeah, yeah. That was a. Uh, I think the was it the first night of Summerfest? It yeah, was, one of those. It was some. Oh, it was yeah. I think it was T Pain. It was. It was. I don't know if it was T. That was like late June. So yeah. Ti T Pain. So it was, so yeah, so it was a real good compete with that we did. It was really well. Yeah, it was it was really well, man. Um, um, live on Discover Music, where they call themselves Loom now, just Loom. Um, they came through and and kind of supported, but like I said before, um, and, and thank you for the interview, by the way, man. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, so shout out to Ben for that and having me here, of course. But uh, it it was cool. Um, Ren's being one of my favorite artists. Period, um, and producers, just like to see him perform. I like watching him perform. So I've, I've seen him perform a couple of times before. And I was like, "Yo, we need, we need to get him on stage." And he's just, just a sidetrack. Like this dude, if you're watching this, when you watch this, <laughs> this dude needs all his credit. No, 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 I'm gonna say it because I'm gonna say it because it's true. And and, and me and Ben were kind of conversating about this beforehand, though. Like. There's artists in the city that don't get the roses they deserve. Not nearly enough. Not, not nearly enough, dude. right? Yeah. Oh my and, god. And, um, yeah. You know, as my wife is sitting older, she'll make a face if I'm lying. Shout out the wife. She's behind the camera. Um, <laughs> he he just to me like he's one of the, one of the, well kids because I'm old as shit, but mm. he's one of the dudes <laughs> that he don't, he doesn't get his he gets his respect, but he doesn't get he doesn't get the credit he deserves, right? right. So to have Renz there and then great genius. You know, Jan was like, yo, what do you think about her? And I listened to one of her songs. Yo, yeah. I love, bro. Like, you got her. Yeah. Late yo. nights, cool yeah, drinks. Yeah, she's yeah. Cold. so cold. She's cold. And then and CT, CT's like a little brother to us. And he's another another kid that he went from a blogger and a podcaster yeah. to just putting out music. And he gets better every single time. And I, I love his energy. So just to kind of mesh everybody together. And like I said, it became, to me, it became like, Oh shit, Renz went off. We gotta go off. Oh shit, yeah. Great Genius went off. We gotta go off. Oh shit, CT went off. We have to go off now. Yeah. And uh, kind of being on stage with with Jen and jumping her. He he jumps around and blah blah. So yeah. You know, I mean, I have to act like I'm not old and get my knees together and have Advil after the show. But mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So that, that that was dope, man. It was it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a live ass night. I I love particularly love hip hop shows at Cactus. Yeah, Cactus sound is the best is, there. Yeah, for real, for real. Uh, and shout, shout out to DJ uh, Adam Zander. He did the set, and then Sam, my man Sam on the drums. Um, oh yeah, just Sam, just Sam Casala. Sam Casala. Shout out Sam Casala. Streetlight Society. I mean, and they just he just Sam is magic, man. Yeah, like, that dude. He played it once and he got it. Like yeah. it's, it's a rap. He's a fucking nice dude too. Like yeah, every time I've met him, he's so. been nothing but so kind and uh, yeah, like very talented drummer as well. It's totally. Cool. And and again, that was produced by this guy. Like over seventy percent of the project yeah. uh, was was Renz. Yeah, was Renz. So. And so so that's just the person. Like be like, wow, you got Renz. Yeah, I do. I got Renz on a lot of shit <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because Renz is he's Renz Young. Like right. Like yeah. I'm not gonna, that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So 
um, yeah, man, thank you for for covering that, man. And thank you. Oh, of course. So this is you know, my, uh, it was the utmost pleasure to finally see you see you guys perform, uh, see basically bring White Summer to life, and and as well as all the all the performers that night. So, um, so I'd love to hear to to kind of like uh, bring up to the present. I'd love to uh, bring out. Uh, you know, basically kind of like your own backstories about like where music became like a creative outlet for yourself. So Renz, we'll start with you. Renz, like where did you, when did you start performing music? Like how, how did it kind of manifest growing up for you? Man, it was odd, bro. Like I started writing raps real young. I mean real, like I was writing raps in third grade, man. like no bull. Eight years old. Like, so I, that's when I first was like, started listening to music and started being like, I think I can do this. Like, so I would just start writing. I first. So I would write, I don't even know if I've ever told this story. So I would re, I would write like raps, you know, back then, like I'm not that old, but you, you couldn't just Google lyrics like that. Yeah, like it wasn't right. a thing. Like, yeah. so I would write the raps down that yeah. I heard on a song. And yeah. then I would have a book full of other people's songs, bro. And then I would just learn them. And then over time, I would just switch lines that I made up. Yeah, so yeah, it'd be yeah. a song, a popular song, and then I just switch one of the lines and now I'm basically rapping my words in this same cadence. And that's how, I was doing that in third grade. Bro. Damn. <laughs> that's third, tight. That's when it started, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like that's sure. when it started. And then from there, it just, you know, I was, you know what I'm saying? I, I started, I went to Running Rebels and I was a part of that music program and that pretty much what manifested my recording process, you know what I'm saying? That's we used to do all positive music, bro. All like in the music program before you was 18, you couldn't rap, you couldn't cuss, and you couldn't rap about like anything. You had yeah. to rap about a topic for like the community and yeah, shit yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? So we was performing like these positive songs about like gardens and like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? If somebody needed like somebody opened a new garden. Like we made a song and performed it at the opening of the garden. Or yeah, shit like yeah, that. yeah. So that's yeah, the type yeah. of shit that we was on. You know what I'm saying? So then, then it just as I got older, I just it just I stayed around and then I just started picking shit up and then you know what I'm saying. Then I got with my old group. You know what I'm saying? And then that kind of manifested me into the artist that I became. And then that thing ended. Then we I just kind of kept it going. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how I got to where I am. When was uh, like how, how long have you been going to the studio? When was like the first? Like, My first studio. I went to the studio the first time when I was sixteen. Actually, yeah, might have been fifteen, sixteen, because I was a sophomore in high school. Sure. First yeah. time I went to the studio. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. What was that experience like, and how did that sort of change what it, you were doing for you? It, it it didn't really. It changed a lot because it was I was able to kind of see. You know what I'm saying? What this process is like to see the board, to see this, you know what I'm saying? To see the mirror that you can see through, you know what I'm saying? The two way, to see it all, you know what I'm saying? Like it kind of made it like real, you know what I'm saying? And then I just started working on, working on the shit from there, you know what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. What was uh, more like the first uh, shows you were playing out on uh, Milwaukee's scene? Like what was my first show? Yeah, first bro. gigs. Oh, you gonna try? You trying to date? Me, I'm man. digging. I'm oh, yeah, digging. You <laughs> my I'm pulling the Nardwars so, on yeah, you. I, yeah, I'm doing it, So we just okay. So this still kind of around. So this ain't gonna say nothing. So like, uh, Mar they used to give out book bags at Martin Luther King Center, mm. and then they used to do the book bags, and then they used to have a show, and then like somebody semi-famous would be there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. and then it'd just be a bunch of kids that giving us book bags. My first time performing was there. I think one year, I think that might have been the same year 
like Jay Holiday was popping or some shit like that and he was there and they was giving out book bags and we performed on the same little thing so yeah it was cool so my first ever show was in front of damn near hundreds of people cause yeah. I was cause I was 16 yeah. you know what I mean I might not even have been 16 yet because this is a whole part of the story that I left out like without getting deep into it I mean my cousin used to record at the crib on like little karaoke mics and shit and then we just submitted. We just submitted yeah. it like a normal person. We probably 14, 15. We had airbrush shirts that like said our names <laughs> yeah. and shit. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? We was like getting there. Together. Yeah, we thought we was like, dude, we thought that we was them guys, man. Cause like nobody really had a CD back then. Like we were doing the karaoke mic. We used to use a program called, I don't know. Nobody know how to pronounce it. I call it Audacity. You know what I'm saying? So we used to be on there and then we'd make songs, burn the CDs. And then that's how we ended up performing. Right. Yeah, Maul, how about let's turn it to you. So I guess like when did you start finding uh, oh, man. music um, as a creative outlet for yourself? Honestly, it, it, it started kind of how Renz's was. Mine was in, in high school. So it didn't start until, well, I, if I would go way back, y'all, it's really going to date me, but fuck it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so like my dad was like a huge hip hop dude, right? And this was when he still had vinyl. Oh, yeah. So like he would put the vinyl on. And find an old tape and like and stuff tissue in it and dub it for me. That's crazy. So, I remember the tape with the yeah, tissue. Yeah, I remember you know that with the radio. So like, you because he was like, "Yo, you're not getting yeah. your own like you're not getting your own stereo club, nigga." So the club for the be on this tape. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like he was like, "Yo, like I'm not gonna trust you with my vinyl," but like, um, he gave me like my first album I ever got. One of my first albums was uh, DOC. No one does it better. And that came out on, like before I was born. Wow. And he would be like, yo, what's the lyrics to this song? Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, you, if you remember, I'll give you like five dollars. So then I, I like started with DOC. That's crazy. And then yeah. and then in high school, um, I would write down lyrics too. So I would just write and they wouldn't change my I wasn't that smart. But I, would change, but, <laughs> yeah. but I would write down like so I was I was a Wu Tang head. Okay. So like most of it started because I couldn't understand what the fuck Ghostface was saying. Mm. So I would like write it down. Like, no, he didn't say that. What did he say, fam? Like, write it down again. Write it down again. Write it down again. Write it down again. And then after a while, I started picking up on like, oh, I kind of get dude lingo. And then the next after that was Raekwon. So it was him, Raekwon, and 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 Meth. And then the Jizz. So I was just like write it down, write it down, write it down. And then I started doing it with everybody. Like when No Limit had they run, Master P and them had they run. But it was mostly East Coast. And then all of a sudden the roots hit. And then that's when I just like fell in love with it, and so from there on out, um, I did some 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 years in the Marines. Obviously, I would like write letters to myself, and like the tone of a rap song I liked, because that's all you could have. Like you could have a CD player and whatever. So at night, I would stay up, write my parents, yeah, and then I would write, I would write lyrics, yeah, and just fold them up and put them in my bag, fold yeah, them yeah. Put them in my bag. So that's when I first started like really rapping, and then. You know, I guess the rest is is ancient history from my ass. But mm -hmm. did you see the did you see Wu Tang this past summer? I did not. We were we were traveling and and and, and trying to trying to see the world. Um, but I have I've seen them. I, yeah, right, yeah. I, I mean I've seen them a, I've seen them a couple times, but I would have really liked to see them in Milwaukee. Like they they do Milwaukee a lot, honestly. But I just would would have liked to see them in, in like the the full space. Where, yeah, because I think I went to one and not all of them showed up. But now I I, I I heard this one, all of them showed up, and I was like, wow, okay, I'm salty. So yeah, <laughs> next time they're here, I'll, I'll be down. Yeah, Maul, when uh, like, how would you like uh, 
can you hearken to like like your first performances? Yeah, um, my first performance performance was at Quarters. Quarters. I oh wow! That place. It was at Quarters. And, I used to have to have a face down, down the street. <laughs> down the street. Because we used and, to perform there. Yeah, and at the time, at the time, that was kind of like that was like part of the well. Yeah, I would say it was part of Trendy. So it was like Quarters, Stonefly, which is now Company Brewing. Yeah, right, yeah. And then, and then Ten Buck Two. It's a long time and then, ago. And then, and then, and then after Ten Buck Two, when you got kind of big enough, you did Matt Planet. Oh yeah. And then if we were super big, you got constant gigs at Stonefly. So Quarters, um, Quarters. Shout out to um, Chad Chad Hutchison from um, from he's in a, used to be in the House of M. So Echo from the House of M, um, I went to high school with some of them dudes. Uh, Trailmatic, um, actually Gambit, I went to high school with Gambit for a little bit. Trailmatic is one of my best friends. And we kind of eased into it um, with, with my group, Missing Link, at the time. Um, with Twan and TKS. And it, it was just crazy, man. Like, it was us, Mayhem, the House of M. Oh, yeah. um, uh, who else? Melissa Zarnik, like, and it's a NIF. And that was our first show, and um, it's because uh, Sose um, was a, was he had a magazine, online magazine, shout out to y'all, and he kind of did what Brinkin Intern has done successfully for a while mm -hmm. now, just try to try to get us all in the same building and showcases. So that we did that, man. We was doing shows just, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it was at quarters. Thursday, Friday, Saturday quarters. Oh, that's wild. And that's so, awesome. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. So quarters, it was rocking. The sound kept going off. We were rapping to ourselves, but it's just like the energy was there, man. And so it, it kind of had me hooked after that. I loved it before. Yeah, it's, it's cool because, like, now Quarters does primarily, like, rock and, like, yeah. experimental and punk yeah. and that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, you know, certain things happen and yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they fuck it up for the music scene. Um, yeah. You know, and for a while, even Stonefly, was they was anti-hip-hop. They were anti-hip-hop, and it was, and it was like, yo, when we finally got Stonefly, and it was like, a, it just opened up another door, and the yeah. doors kept opening, but Quarters was like the mecca. That's back when, like, Fuego's popping yeah. and shit like that, dog. Yeah, bro. Oh, and bro. it's that like, wild like we didn't, everybody was like, oh, you're not going to the club? I'm like, even when I'm at her, she's like, what you doing? I got a show. Mm. For real? Thursday? Yup. What you doing? Got a show. Friday. And then at the time, I played, like, semi-pro in the arena, so I would, like, get get home, Get dressed. Um, we will rehearse. We will rehearse, and then I go right back to quarter Saturday, and then ten buck, ten buck two will be like Sunday or something, mm -hmm. and we would just that whole little corner area that was bang, 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 bang. So, yeah, it's all concentrated yeah, on that it, corner. Yeah, it's like right, it's pretty yeah. much like you would, and and then it, it came to a point where one of my most favorite shows was we were at quarters, we had a set at Stonefly, and then came back to quarters. That was New Year's Eve. Wow. So like we just we was like back and forth across the street. Yeah. And, and I mean it was it was dope, man. Like River West was popping that night. River yeah. Yeah. yeah this was uh, honestly River West was for a while. And then on the north side, um, we even did questions mm. a couple of times. That's ooh, okay. Yeah, we did questions. I've never been there before, but yeah, yeah that questions was, like, had many had before. questions had many sure, yeah. questions <laughs> had many numerations, but questions was a club on North Avenue. Yeah. And um do always like to showcase like just inner city talent and then um after that and it was funny because we didn't have shit recorded so y'all was up there just rapping so we were just rapping like just put on we would rap what we rehearsed that's mm -hmm. great so I mean yeah. uh, old school old school yeah that's I mean, that's <laughs> awesome now uh I mean 
Company Brewing, luckily, is very friendly to uh, hip hop shows. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, George. That's a lot of love. George is great. He's cool. He's great. I, I honestly have nothing bad to say about dog. Like dog, that was cool. But I yeah. work there, so oh, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's my boss. So <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean they, they are. But like actually, he does great. They, they, like, they, they are good, man. It's yeah. like just even watching the stuff with Bizon and what he started doing there. Oh, yeah, it just. It's it's a dope spot for hip hop, man. It's mm -hmm. damn near legendary. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just that building alone, but. You know, we know who, what it is, but Company Brewing is still keeping that going. Totally, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see like how he's revived it as a hub for all mm -hmm. things live music. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so uh, I would love to dive into uh, the recent singles and projects that uh, you guys have been mm -hmm. uh, working on. So, Renz. Um, yeah. So, because there's so much, uh, man, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. chill out, bro. <laughs> this dude's like a I'll machine. Dropping, bro. I'll I'll be be he, he do. He's like, yeah. yo. I'm like, yo. Did you put out something? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, this came up in my uh, my Apple Music thing, right? Like, you put out another one. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of singles this year. So, <laughs> so man, but but I mean, true, truly respect to. Uh, you know, con to continuing that consistency and, you know, just keeping the content going, man. So, so let's go down the line. So <laughs> we'll start with uh, the first single that you dropped this year, which is DOA. Yeah. Tell me about that song. Oh, well, it ain't really, I was just trying to make something that, that's kind of a mix of just like some hard shit and still got a little more, I wasn't really melodic, but the beat still had a certain sound to it, like a darker sound to it. Um, around that time, I was really starting to hone in to my mixing, pro mixing my beats better. So around that time, I just started wanting to showcase like my sound, like I had to have a sound, you know what I'm saying? So that, so that's really what that was about, and just trying to, just trying to start the month, start the year off strong. Yeah. You know and nothing left. It was made to be the opposite of DOA. <laughs> yeah, right. Came out a month later. Yeah, yeah. It's the opposite, fam. Like it's not. It's the melodic shit that, like, the musical stuff. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, they got all the substance in it. You know what I'm saying? DOA was kind of just meant for me to showcase my production and showcase just my my rapping. You know what I'm saying? But nothing left was the exact opposite. I didn't care about saying no punchlines or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just like let me just do the other style that I'm really good yeah. at, you know what I'm saying? So that's what that was. Yeah. And then demanding? Demanding Demanding was like Demanding was one of those songs. So Demanding wasn't made for me. It was made for this um this small niche label out of New York. And they released it. You know what I'm saying? So like it it wasn't really originally a part of none of my plans. I just sent them some songs to do it and that's the one they picked. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. so that's why it's kinda out of place, you know what I'm saying? But um, but it did well on it did well online, you know what I'm saying? So and that's what you do those type of things. Yeah. So that's the reason why you you know what I'm saying you'll do a one off, you know what I'm saying? Like so just to the the reach the span, you know what I'm saying, your reach and you know to reach a different audience. Whether it's the song that you you it might don't don't gotta be the best song to you at that very moment, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But if you if somebody else here like, okay, this one to go. Yeah. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Ahead, you know yeah. Saying? So that's what demanding was. Totally, yeah, for sure. Aptly named, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Matra. Yeah. So I had that idea for a long time to do like some little uh, 
one piece, two piece type shit. I had that while, I had that idea for a while. Yeah. So I finally was like, okay, let me execute this because I knew I wasn't gonna drop a project in the summertime. I knew I uh, wasn't about to just do that in the summertime. I wanted to use the summer to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um. So that's that's how you got mantra. So that's why the covers like are damn near identical. That's why that whole that whole shit was mapped out from the beginning. Like to drop it on my birthday. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how that went. Sweet, yeah, yeah. Working with A Will. Yeah, my, yeah. that's my guy. Shout out to A Will. Shout out to A Will, bro. <laughs> really, really dope. Dude. Do everything, bro. Yeah. And then the most recent single that just dropped a couple weeks ago, Waiting. Yeah. So Waiting is like the beginning of the new rollout. It's okay. The beginning of that. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. the, like the okay. It's about to start happening now. That's what Waiting is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, and I just was and that's felt like I've been I was making a lot of bangers. And I was like, you know what, this is the best one, let me pick it. Let me just put this out before I sit on it for too long. So, so yeah, so that's how you got waiting. So that's how you know, like, it's going to start happening yeah. really rapidly pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm totally. saying? Like, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, like, I guess, like, uh, what is this sort of, like, uh, foreshadowing uh, for the future and, like, the direction you're going with your sound and everything? Um, I'm trying to get back to, like, my older sound, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily in the sense of... You know what I'm saying? Well, nah, I take that back. It's the newer sound with the older like structure to it. I used I stopped putting projects together like the traditional way. <clears throat> and now I just want to do the traditional way as best as possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, like, yeah, yeah, that's a good you point. Know, like you ever notice like you're well not I'm not locking myself into this for the, with this statement, but like you ever notice like on some of the best albums, track number three is always like the bounce, like the, the yeah, up song, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. always track number three. I, I think Jay Z made that formula up, but like good albums always have a certain formula. You got the song with the R&B singer, the girl R&B singer. You got the song with the male R&B singer. You got the, you know what I'm saying? You got the song with the other dude who can rap, <laughs> yeah, rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got the hood song. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the heartfelt song. You might have a mama song. Like that's a formula. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's all great albums have that formula. You know what I'm saying? To a certain extent, other than like the one-offs, like the Kanye's who make a Jesus or something like that. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even then, if you hone into the content, it's still the same formula, you know, to make a good, successful body of work. And I was doing that early on, and then I stopped. So now I'm trying to get back to making, knowing, like, okay, this is what I'm trying to make, and making it really good. You know what yeah. Saying? We're excited to see that direction. Yeah. Uh, very. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it'll be, it'll be fucking phenomenal. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, dude, totally. It, it ain't anywhere yeah. well. It'll be. Yeah, so Maul. Yeah, uh, we gotta talk about White Summer. White Summer and one song, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, and I know, I know people um, always like that's always been like my banning existence. But people have to understand, like I'm gonna say this here with Ben and Renz here. I was never a rapper. I was somebody's friend who could rap, and I kind of just grew um, in the performance to start that. So I was like, dude, you be fucking going crazy on stage. You should rap, rap, man. I'm like, yeah, but. And most of my time is actually spent um, as an A&R at the House of Rangy, and then like just my little brothers, like people who just ask me for advice. You know, um, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and, and VP is like our extended family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like if if Jen needs something, CT needs something, Jane Joyce needs something, um, Streets and Young Deuces if they need something, I'm kind of like I've always kind of been like they not manager but kind of consultant. And then um, you know after I I, I did. My release this 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 year we'll get to I kind of went into we went into Keith, and then I just you know stayed with Jen and Kate and kind of traded traded things and, and did that 
because that's my role. You know what I'm saying? My role is to help get the newer, like get the guys that now, the people that don't get appreciated, the guys that, you know, just want to keep the same thriving. This it's, it's is like a fucking family heirloom. Of course. So, yeah. um, White Summer, White Summer was me flipping Black Winter on his head. I think we talked about that before. And Black Winter was, by the way, phenomenal to me because most people don't know, like, I don't get personal. I'm one, of the, I'm one of the rap rap dudes. Like, you call me if you want bars, rap, 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 rap. Um, yeah. Can I do the other things? Yes, I can, obviously. But um, we never wrote Black Winter. Um, I went in there, I sat down, I listened to the beat, played it, and whatever emotion came out of me at the time, um, it was a metaphor about my relationship actually with music. Um, and we tried to make it seem like a relationship with a woman or a man because you can relate, right? And so, um, which Renz appears on, um, Cam, again, shout out to Vogel Park. Um, it's my first time working with Jane Joyce. Um, and it just kind of came together. And so to turn that, you know, when people fall in love, you have this, this dark, cold feeling. You know what I'm saying? If we were to typify a winter. And then summer is like, yo, I'm free. What the fuck? I'm single. Yeah, yeah. And so then it took the story of, I kind of want to, like Ren said, I want to tell a story. And so um, Black Winter being more somber, we want to updo it. And the first yeah. beat that I actually got was produced by Renz. Yeah. Um, um, back on my bullshit, we call it. Yeah. And um, it was it was just like, I don't know, it was just crazy. And it, the style was different for me. So it was like more so updating cadences. And then we kind of formed, fell this, let's tell this story of a typical summer in Milwaukee while you're single. And then we did like the police brutality. We did mm -hmm. the... You know, you're calling me. Why are you still calling me? Type shit you get uh, when you come yeah. out of a breakup and yeah. um, the being distracted and just kind of pushing those things together. And so, White Summer became like Renz's Renz's step baby, <laughs> um, and and just just a different direction for me for me and Jen. Like energy wise, we wanted yeah. more energy. There's not really like a downplay, but it does have it has like the lady song, it has the, yeah. a Jodeci sample. So we did the lady, the lady flip. We did some comical things with Seth from Sweats and Soups podcast. Um, we did Boy with Von Alexander, which is like a different flip because I've never worked with Von before, so that was cool. And then um, just like a little reunion, we brought TKS back um, to do um, because I'm black. And then uh, Mikey Apollo. Shout she, out Mikey. Yeah, shout out Mikey. Mikey's the queen. Yeah, she is. And so I, I met Mikey through Lyrical Sanctuary, which I was doing at, at UWM for like six years. And so those were like the culminations of all these like relationships, and then it was like just people I people like I, I work with or people that I'm genuinely fans of. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was that was summer, and then um, '96 more or less was I'm a huge fan of just like boom bap Tokyo shit mm -hmm. hip hop, mm -hmm. and so um, I end up somehow running running into Static Selective. And a beat, and he sent it, and you know I was like, "Yo, why the fuck not?" And so we wanted that old school scratching, old school kind of, you know, what I'm saying old school, new school kind of bragging type shit, and just kind of really showing off how witty I am. Um, but talk your shit, talk my shit a little bit, yeah. and um, just let people know that like, just because you don't see me actively in front of you doesn't mean I'm not working. Like I'm sitting on music, um, tons of music actually. I'm sitting on tons of music. Um, but but mostly my time now is spent with the Society of Spoken Arts. So um, 
And uh, that's shout out to Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, Nikki Jean, Nikki Fax, Black Thought, and a couple other people. And then, um, so I'm an honor student there. I've um, been training for what they call end of the week. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Um, it's like a freestyle competition cool. um, based in rounds. So that's what I've been doing. But you'll get more from me this year or well, next year. I'm already, we already on 2020. Mm -hmm. um, you might get another single. Uh, next year, there'll be a lot more drops though. Fuck yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, it's a huge testament to that, you know, you don't need any kind of like virtual presence to signify that you're working on anything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're sitting on a shit ton of music, then yeah, I mean, and it's, you drop it's, it when you, it feels right. I mean, it's just me too, like, I get in my own head, and a lot of us probably won't admit this, but I get in my own head. So like, Black Winter was done in like five sessions. Because mm -hmm. we literally had everything. Everybody's like, yo, this is dope. And I'm like, no, nope, no, people are not going to like it. I don't know. It's too different. I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, pretty much everybody's like, dude, we're going to kick you in the ass if you don't put it up. And I was like, all right, cool, let's put it up. And then White Summer, same thing. You know, um, I do have some more things on the, on the work with my man to the right. I didn't say his name left. Um, but um, it might, might, me and Mike Regal are working on some things. Um, and you might you might get a couple of surprise albums out of me with somebody else, um, but I'm always working, man. Oh yeah, uh -huh. that's great. I mean, it's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have. Uh, so we were talking about this a little bit before we start recording, Mal. Okay. But uh, so, um, have y'all toured? Um, no, not in a traditional sense. Sure. No. You know what I'm saying? I've done it. I've put my own shows together, but I've never, I, I never did the, I'm going to call this a tour thing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I never did it. Like, I purposely booked five or six shows in a week, like in a week, in two weeks. I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. but I've never packaged it as this is what this is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so, and that's, that's something that's coming real soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, uh, and, that, and that also comes with learning the game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, sure. you know what I'm saying? Not, have, not, I won't say not having access to the information, obviously, but not, not, not having that knowledge to know, like, that's, that's what everybody does. Like the, like you always think you have this misconception about tours that a lot of these people are being reached out by the Pfizer. No, that's not how that goes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. so you have a lot of misconceptions about touring and doing shows at other places thinking that these people are always getting booked all the time. No, when it's tour time, they're booking their own things and putting it together themselves, putting their own money up and not having that information for a while, I think uh, is what kind of kept me a, a foot, like a step back on that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking recently, I'm talking obviously like, you know, you know what I'm saying, three or four years ago, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So that that's the reason why I put that's happening for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mo, how about you? Um, yeah, like we saw, we talked about, we did some festival runs when I was part of a of a bigger group, and that was the extent of a tour. Like, so we started by doing some shows. Um, I cannot. It's, it was a ho It's like a small hotel here, and they was they were like in a lobby there doing shows, and so we started the tour there. Um, we went to A three C, you know, South by Southwest SEA Awards, and we did some shows here. We did some shows in Chicago. Did some shows in Memphis. We did some shows in Jackson and Opelika. So it was kind of like, it wasn't planned. So it wasn't like, yo, we rolled out this big poster. And it was like, yo, Milwaukee, blah, blah, blah. No, we, we didn't. And, and there's a lot of things too. We didn't know that. Um, being, being indies from our city, we don't get the resources that other people get. Like Rens was saying. So 
have we done a full fledged tour? No. Have I been on like a tour where you pick a you pick a venue, you say, hey, we gonna pull up, um, we swap with another artist from that city, mm -hmm. so we go there, mm -hmm. they come here. Um, we've tried that a couple of times, but um, I still would love to, like we said, I still would love to get just like a group of us together, even if I'm not performing and just hosting, because that's one of my things, and just let's go at it, let's go get it, you know what I mean? Like, let's mm -hmm. go get it, so let's put some stops out there and go get it, but now that we know it's your money, mm -hmm. take some sponsorship, take some 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 bridge building a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and hopefully do that, and so we talked about, you know, hopefully we can talk to breaking and entering, and they're always supportive. And uh, Mr. Nice Guy Pod, of course, mm. they're supportive. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ben. Of course. And, and of course, but um, just taking those entities that are supportive with some of these artists and then finding good venues, not like shitty dive bars. And no, that ain't disrespecting none of y'all. Right, yeah. But like, I've seen some people say, and, and we're from a city where you know that happens, mm -hmm. bro. Mm -hmm. We're from a city where people throw things in your face and it's not what, it's not what you think. I wouldn't consider like, company brewing a dive bar because that's like you can get people in there oh yeah you know um cactus club cactus not a dive club, cactus dive club right, yeah. not a dive bar that's like professional you a know, dive would be like bremen yeah like so like yeah it's like a small bar but it's not known right what's so i mean like dive bar it's not known for that and people aren't like lying up to see you or they don't go there or to go see live they, music. yeah they don't go there to see live music you could just be happy to be there and they're like oh yeah yeah and which is awesome but then, like that's not the no, that's not the notion of, of a tour. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that I want to do. I've experienced once in a small dose, and like we we're saying, I would love to start really putting together stages at these festivals mm -hmm. from Milwaukee. And I know last time we, we did A3C in 2014, we got flack, but the relationships I got from there, you you develop relationships, and and, and so now I have those in the tuck, and we can probably revisit those. Awesome, man. Yeah. Great guys. Well. This is a great talk, great yeah. great to hear from y'all. Uh, so I'm looking forward to you know everything you guys got in store. Singles, projects, shows, the like. So we're gonna close out. Um, so, uh, Renz, we'll start with you. What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night, man? Uh, that's a good question. Shit, I didn't, okay. Um, what keeps me up at night? <laughs> That's a good I, question. I love when it question. throws people yeah. off. <laughs> uh, I was, keep me up at night, bro. Uh, feeling like, okay, I'm one of them people who, you know what I'm saying, who are, who feel like they had to get something accomplished every day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. so if I, if I'm like laying down at night, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna start thinking like, what did I do today? And if, I, if the answer is nothing, then I get irritated. <laughs> like, and don't, don't even gotta be music related. Like, I'm not even saying I'm like a maniac and it's gotta be music related. If it was something small, like, damn, I need to go get an oil change today. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If I didn't accomplish something that, I, that I've been kind of putting off to the side or, you know what I'm saying, I get irritated. Like, damn, I wasted a whole last day. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what keep me up. Fair, yeah, right, yeah. It's a way at us. Yeah. Mo, what uh, keeps you up at night? Man. Um, the feeling of not walking my path completely. You know, I, I tell people this all the time. Like, just walk your path. And, like, my mom always tell me, like, you're a guardian, but who protects the guardian? 
And so, like, even, like, musically, my career, whatever, um, I always say, like, I wonder, because last year was a full year for me. You know what I mean? Like, I did a visual, two projects, shows, and it was like, yo, people kind of grasped on who I was. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what took me so long? And so I always wonder, like, am I, am I trending forward or am I trending down? And it's not even, like, musically but it's like in my life like am i living the life that i want to i want to live sometime and it's not it's not about being glorious it's not about money it's about whatever but it's about happiness it's about happiness so what keeps me up at night is how can i make how can i be the best me to make people the best them you know what i mean and so sometimes 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 it just you know it, it just it's the space i'm in in my life um getting to to be around certain people in the last year like i said we talked about sosa but that was like a fucking eye opener for me, man. Like to meet, to have your idol, one of your idols tell you face to face, like you fucking dope. What else do you want from me? Mm -hmm. And that was like the question that was posed. And I, I told my wife when we got home, that shit ate, it eat away at me every day. Mm -hmm. That a person who I look up to lyrically and musically and a couple of them be like, you fucking dope. What's your issue? Mm -hmm. But me not seeing it until now. So it's just kind of like, yo, I need to make sure that he know he dope. That Jen and, and CT and Vonnie and Streets and whoever else in my in my in my in my grasp in my reach be like, yo, bro, keep going, walk your path. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just, that's it. That's real. That's real. It's fucking real. Well, so I appreciate you, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. The <laughs> guardians aren't appreciated. Yeah, so I, I mean, wanted to let you know I appreciate. Yeah, and it's not like like I laugh because it's not like I have like a god complex and shit and nothing like that. But it's like I know what it feel like for me. Because sometimes you, you, as an artist here, you feel like you're overlooked. And in life, in general, youth, black men, white men, women, transgender, whatever, whatever affiliation you have, non-binary, whatever you, whatever you have, like we live in a society where you always get looked over, mm -hmm. and a motherfucker will let you get looked over and let people walk all over you and, and treat you any kind of way, but it won't be a person be like, yo, you dope, get up and walk your shit. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure you good. At least I'm gonna make sure you know what you're capable. Of. What you're capable of. Even if you don't have to thank me personally, you don't have to. You don't have to say, "Yo, Maul, thank you." Nothing. You can say, "Hey, thank you," and keep fucking walking. But keep fucking walking. For real. Mm -hmm. So that's that's me right now in my life. That's what keeps me. That's what keep me awake at night. Man, that so, takes like the least amount of words, but uh, but it it draws like some of the most immense meaning that a cluster of words can have you know you're dope yeah. keep fucking doing it you yeah. know like this i can be all you need to hear to, to yeah. validate yeah i i mean and it's it's like i told you like i really appreciated you coming out and meeting you and interviewing me like i i haven't had that personally not for me mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's that blows my mind you know what i mean because you guys not only put on great shows and it's a ton of fun, but it's like you guys are great people and I love the music. I mean, it takes some time, right? But yeah, right. You know, that's what racks my brain. And um, me and me and my wife again, we have this joke about. Um, I say I'm dead, <laughs> right? And and not, and it's funny. It's like like I destroy everything around other people's dreams. Mm. But, but, if he gets to a point where he needs to get. And I was one of the people that like genuinely not like not like because he getting there, you know how I get here. Or anywhere. 
because he's getting here now. I'm like, oh yeah, remember, blah, blah. Nah, I was here when you felt like this, and I'm gonna be here when you feel like this, and I'm gonna be here when you feel like this. Regardless, because I'm a genuine fucking person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Man. That's fucking real. So what puts you to sleep? You go ham. Ask <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, what puts me to sleep? When I realize when I realize that like I'm doing all, I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I really I, I'm real appreciative of the things I have in life and the opportunities that I've been given and you know what I'm saying to have. You know what I'm saying? To have, you know what I'm saying, the people around me, you know what I'm saying, to that really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I uh, like yeah, without being saying too much, but like yeah, just like having people around me where I appreciate things, bro. Like I appreciate the fact that, you know what I'm saying, I've been able to get to where I'm at now. just even my age and the things that I have, the things the problems I don't have, man. Like I'm very appreciative of the problems I don't have, fam. So, and so that's what that's what do it for me. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, like, that, what you're not dealing with. Yeah, <laughs> you man, know, like yeah. there's always somebody out there that got it real bad. Like my car, car. I just had car problems, bro. I had that, that's why I got a warranty. This fix in four days. I'm back. I'm back out here. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my people don't even know that I was even having the car problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I got it taken. Like you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. the problems I don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of stuff that. That, that put me to sleep, even if, even if it's not financial, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Mawa puts you to sleep. Um, when I know, well, knowing that I'm at peace, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's very similar to what Ren said, of course, I'm the wordy one. <laughs> make me look sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> I have to make a conscious effort, bro, because <laughs> it'll get real bad. That's valid, man. Um, but, um, just knowing that first and foremost, like my family's good. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, Ben Ben pointed out earlier. It's like, yo, you ain't like you what your thirties? Fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, being being um, our race and 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 having the things that I do have and just knowing that you know 10 plus years of my life um me and my wife been together 10 plus years and then we just been married for one but like we we literally when people say got out the dirt like we got out, out the mud you know what i'm saying and to know that i can you know just provide and be thankful for what like he said what i do have what i don't have but then what puts me to sleep the most is like Knowing, hopefully, I wake up in the morning and I can continue to walk my path and I can continue to push my kids and my wife and people around me, you know what I'm saying, to be the better of them. And, and, and like I tell, like, even Jen, I tell Renzen, don't do what I did. Don't hide yourself from the world until it's too late. Go, man. Like, it's never too late to do anything. And so that's what, that's what keeps puts me to sleep is like the peace of knowing that I can evolve every day and I can help somebody else evolve and know that I'm really gracious for whatever the fuck I have because I didn't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's real. That's super real. And you know, for real man, like 
I mean, that's, that's, you, you that's guys, why you got to look at it, man. Right. Like, yeah, like, I mean, that show that I met you guys at and covered, like, that was one of the most fun shows I was at all summer. And, like, you know, it's, it is a real splash impact you have on your community when, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're bringing to your friends and your family, like, you know, what, whatever it is that is your truth, whether it's music or whether it's this or that, you know, for my, my case, it's podcasting and doing the break and entering and whatnot. But like, you know, when you, when you grasp that greatness within yourself mm-hmm. and you spread that greatness to bring a community together is like, you know, that's, yeah. that's really what we have. And it's, it's the most precious thing that we do have. So thank you guys for doing it because you guys are really fucking damn good at it. And I'm excited to see where uh, the endeavors take y'all. So, yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Listen to uh, uh, all the music that's out right now. Uh, Ren's Young, Maul himself. And uh, follow your path. Follow your damn path. Quote of the day. Really, just follow your damn path. You know, it's like, and, you know, it's it's not going to be uh, crystal clear uh, right away. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, uh, what, what does matter is, uh, you know, what, what, like, Whoever your heart is guiding you into some co- some sort of creative energy, you know, don't let the system tell you that you can't succeed in that mm-hmm. if you work hard enough. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.